Welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Alicia. Greatness is a decision and your birthright. You deserve to love the woman looking back at you in the mirror. This show is for the purpose-driven female entrepreneur who is committed to only counting the time she gets back up. The woman who is ready to ignite the flame within, find her voice, and use the power of her story to transform the lives of those around her. This is your weekly fuel to inspire you to action where I'll be sharing inspirational stories, real talks with thought leaders and successful entrepreneurs from around the world, and provide you with actionable success strategies for creating a business you love. I'm a content marketing coach, and I'm committed to helping you as an online creator and entrepreneur wherever you are to turn your dreams into a reality, to help you transform your messaging so you can create a genuine connection with your audience and grow your income online. You are far more powerful and stronger than you will ever imagine. We are the warriors. You were born for this. Let's make life your bitch. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I am your host, Brittany Alicia, and today I have Emily McGrath here with me, and I'm super excited. She is an entrepreneur. She is focused on you know, helping women grow their businesses from the ground up, which I think is so important. There's so many people out there who want to focus on the women who want to scale. And I think it's, you know, we definitely need to work with those women who are just getting things started, especially because I think that they're the most excitable and they're, you know, they're super connected to, they're connected to the why, you know, I think along the way people forget that. And so I know you said that's, absolutely the place that you love to hang Mm -hmm. out. Um, I also want to let everyone know, Emily has a podcast that you have to go listen to. It's called Business Building by Design. And so she's going to share with us today, you know, how she got to where she is, and really how she goes about helping her clients hit that next level moving forward. So welcome, Emily. Thank you, Brittany. I'm so excited to be here. And like I said, I just I love your podcast and I'm kind of new to um, manifesting meditation and so forth. And and I just love your insights and I'm looking forward to learning so much more from you. Thank you. Um, Yes, before we jumped on, you were complimenting me and it's always good. And (laughs) if you've listened to the episode about the boomerang effect, it's so important that we absorb and take in. all of that, you know, the compliments that we do receive instead of just like firing them back out to people. It's so important that we feel it because that's how we manifest and bring more, more into our lives. So, you know, for yourself, how did you get to where you are today with your business, making the decision to go all in on you? Well, I think it's so funny because my mom has always said that I was her industrious one, that she, I was the one that was going to go and, you know, do great, great things. Not that my siblings haven't, but that I've always been that way. I've always been driven. I've always wanted to reach for higher goals. And, and, you know, it's so funny because in the South, like you were talking about compliments, we've always been taught to be humble and not to, you know, anytime anybody told me that I was pretty or that I was successful, it was, oh, you're too sweet. You know, I'm not really, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're taught to that. And I think that's something that I've learned along the way is to take that compliment. And that's one of my main goals with my clients is to 
feed them because they need to know they're beautiful. They need to know they're successful. They need to know that they have great things to offer to people and everybody has something special to offer. So anyway, side note, I know squirrel, but um, no, but I, I think that's so important yeah. because I think um, as mentors, as coaches, it's so important that obviously we're in our client's corner, but sometimes we are the only person who believes in them other yeah. than themselves. But it's like, I always say it's, you know, I'm here to help you give your vision birth when nobody else believed in you because nobody believed in me. You know, yes. it's like, yeah, we have our parents, but like, they're so afraid, especially cause they're like, you know, not millennials. They're yes. like way, <laughs> they're way back there. And yeah. it's like, they come in and they are like, but you need the benefits and you need this and you need that. And our dreams scare the shit out of them. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so funny because like people, I'll say something about having a podcast and they're like, that's your job. That's what you're wanting to do. Like, <laughs> okay. You know, and they roll their eyes and I'm like, heck yeah. And I'm going to do it and work at it even harder because you don't think I can, you know, so <laughs> it's, um, it's something that, yeah, it's, it's so, um, I don't know, like you said, they're not millennials. They don't see it. And my son is in the same position. And so many people have told him he can't do what he's doing. He, people pay him to, to play video games every day, you know, and people don't see that. They don't process mm -hmm. that. So, and I think as mentors and as business coaches, we have to be open to so many things. And I think that's what makes you successful because you know, as well as I do, if you aren't open and you aren't ever changing and ever evolving, then you die and your mm -hmm. business dies. And so I think that's something that we have to, I pound into my clients and I pound into them because if they don't, if they don't evolve, they can't do one thing and continue to do that thing for, for years and years and years, because you know, it's not going to work, but mm -hmm. back to the affirmations and being that person to be their cheerleader, you know, I have, I just recently with a client, I was like, okay, I wrote down like 20 things, affirmations for her. And I said, every day, I want you to get up and I want you to say these to you, to yourself in the mirror, because you are beautiful. You are amazing. You are worth all of this and all of the success. And like you said, sometimes we're the only people that do that. So I think mm -hmm. that's so important. And I try to pour into my clients. Yeah. And I know that's even something for myself. That's part of my morning routine. Yes. Um, I do always say to people like, you know, you have to create the routines or the rituals for yourself that put you in that high vibration mm -hmm. because what I do might not work for someone else. And so sometimes sure. it's trial and error, but you know, that is one of the things that I do is I set a timer for two minutes mm -hmm. and I'm hands on my hips, you know, chest forward. And I'm saying the I am statements and you know, it's funny. Cause I talked to someone once who said, you know, people will say like, I am a multimillionaire. Yeah. And it's like your subconscious mind is like, no, you fucking aren't. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, you know, it's just shifting that language so that it feels really good in your body. Cause that's the whole point of it is to raise your vibration, raise your energy. And so, you know, for me, it's like, I am becoming mm -hmm. that, um, <clears throat> last year, uh, before my daughter was, you know, conceived, 
Um, that was one of the things that I would say is like, I am a mom. And that yeah. one I felt really good about being able to say as if it's already happened. Yeah. Whereas there's other ones that it's like, we just want to tap into the energy. And that's, that's really all like the purpose of that is, is like to raise our vibration because, you know, the clarity and the desires and the visualizations that we have, we want to be able to draw mm-hmm. ourselves towards that. And how do we do that? We become magnets, right? Absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm totally that person that I I know I have a strong energy when I'm mad, everyone feels it. Yes. Same. <laughs> when I'm Same. Happy, everyone feels it. And so it's reminding ourselves that with this like powerful energy that we have, like if we become the master of it, Mm -hmm. like anything becomes possible for us. And I think that, um, Brett tells me all the time, my significant other, he's like, um, you just, you're a magnet for people. You're just a magnet. You just have that thing. But, you know, I think the most difficult thing that I've had to deal with and to learn how to help my people is that I've always been positive. I've always known that I was something and meant for greater, but then again, some people are not that way. They are Mm -hmm. total opposite. And that's, I think been the biggest challenge is learning how to help them become good with themselves become and know that they're strong and know that they're significant and know that they can do great things. So that's been a huge challenge for me, but, and I may be getting off track, but I feel like you and I could talk for hours and hours. So (laughs) (laughs) there's never anything of getting off track here on the podcast. Um, You know, I always like to say, this is raw. This is real Um, where the conversation takes us. That's where it goes. And it was divinely guided. So I know for yourself, when you shared with me, um, when you first wanted to be on the podcast, you shared about how you became a mom mm-hmm. fairly early on in life. Yeah. And like, as you were sharing about your son, I'm like, my thought came in is like, you guys were like, so connected energetically at that point that of course, that's, yes. you know, he has those beliefs in what he's doing. Well, and and you know, it's so funny, because like, he and I are two peas in a pod. I mean, we are just on it all the time, you know, and we are just, like you said, our energy, we're just the same. And, um, but yes, I did become a mom at 17 and I got married really young. And, um, I told you that, you know, I went ahead and I did not graduate high school. I got my GED, which is equivalent diploma Mm -hmm. here in the South or in the States. And so then I went on after I had him, I stayed at home with him for about nine months because I have huge mom instincts, you know, because my mom, I mean, we have kids everywhere and, um, I'm about to go see, we have 17 nieces and nephews. So it's like crazy, but, um, but fun. Yes, absolutely. It's (laughs) never dull anywhere. We have lots of beauty Queens and lots of great men in our, in our family. So, um, but I became a mom really early and I went ahead and went to college. I went for in business and to get my business degree. My mom was a school teacher and my dad was in politics and consulting and whatnot. And I swore that I would never teach school swore that I was like, I saw my mom do it. And I was like, never, 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 you know, well, never say never because I ended up after I had my second son, I ended up going to school 
and teaching seventh grade. So that's like 13, 12, 13 years. You know, most people are like, hell no, not doing that age group. They are crazy. But I loved my people. I mean, I loved my babies. And that's where, like you said, everything is divinely done. And that's where we found our adopted son. And so he was in the States and he's Hispanic and he was illegally here and his mom had left him. And so he ended up at our house all the time. And so we just started asking questions and ended up, he is my son now. He's adopted legally and everything. And he is a grown adult teaching school himself. And it's so funny how God just puts you in the right place at the right time. But saying that, I was in education probably for 12 years. And then the two boys, they were in the same grade and they graduated at the same time and both went away. One went to college off. And then my other son went to the Air Force and served in our military. And so I found myself with one child at home. And if you know me, I am like Miss Energy. I have to be doing something. I can't <laughs> feel and you probably can see that about me, but like, I just, I was lost because I was unchallenged in my job at the time. And I was just like, this is crazy. So I started my own business because I'd always wanted to, we had already been flipping houses. And, um, so I put in my interior design shop and since then it's just kind of taken off um, done more properties. I've gotten into the commercial real estate, renovating these old downtown properties and making them useful again. And also I, the podcast is recent, but it's something I've always wanted to do. And I feel like I'm led to do it and then it's going to be super successful. So one of my manifestations is that by next year, I'm in the top 5% of my field. And also that I have a very, very successful coaching business because I feel like I've always done that in the past. And I love mentoring. Like I told you before, I love connecting people and I look back and from going through my school experience and teaching and then having my store, it's prepared me to be where I am now. It's prepared me to have those connections. You know, I'm on the board at the Lance and I've, I've met with these people and I know these people and I've worked with these people in industry and these people in commerce. Um, I'm in the process of getting my real estate license. So all of these things I think have led me to where I am now and to enable me to share and teach people how to start from the ground zero. I mean, I started my store with nothing. So it was like, all I had was ambition and, and the eagerness to learn how. So that's how I am here where I am today. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that we need to remind ourselves is that everything we have in life, we've manifested already, right? Yes. That that's what got us to where we are. So, you know, we get to be the creators moving forward as well. And I mean, of course I talk to my clients about how to get there faster, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, with yourself, like, and you think about that very first business based on like, mm -hmm. you know, um, interior design and, you know, also just sidebar what I was thinking of while you were sharing, um, about being a teacher mm -hmm. and it's like, well, of course you're a coach now. 
(laughs) you know, and it is like, it's all interconnected as to why we choose. And that's why I always ask people, you know, like, you know, what is your story? Because Mm -hmm. there's a journey that you went on to get where you are. There's a reason you chose the niche that you are in. And it's even as you were sharing about the buildings and like wanting to restore them into something beautiful. It's like, I really see that with yourself is that you are that kind of person who it's like, you want to make everything beautiful around you. And it doesn't matter what, what it is. It's like, I'm going to make this beautiful. Let me show you. (laughs) That's in my bio, my startup for my um, podcast is that's what I love to do. I'm a lover of all things beautiful. And I do, and I can take anything. It's so funny because my clients will say, um, we just love you because you have the vision. You can see, I mean, one of our buildings was a shell. I'm telling you, it was just rubble and, but I can go in and I can see and how it's beautiful. Even as a, as rubble, it's gorgeous, you know, and I can take that and make it into something really cool. So anyway, but (laughs) yeah, that's beautiful. And so you know, with your first business, you know, you talked about like you like it was like that decision. I always say like greatness is a decision and your birthright, but it begins with a decision that you're going to be great, yes. right? And so for yourself, like the reason I say this is because I think so many people come into business, like mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's like they're at that rock bottom, right? Yes. And they're like this, like the people who are really driven, they're like, this is what I want. I'm deciding, like, I'm never going back to that, the Mm -hmm. life I was in. And so for yourself, like, that's kind of what you mentioned with this, the business is you, you know, made that decision that like, I was going to be driven to do this. And so what inspired you to do that? Like to really go all in on that? Like, and I know you mentioned like your, your son in that, but there was more to it. I know there was more to it. Well, I mean, it's like, like you said, I've always, I've never been scared. Like that is not in my vocabulary. I have huge faith. I have huge faith in my God. I have huge faith in myself and fear is not in my vocabulary. I was looking at my goals today and it was saying, what's, what's holding you back? What are you fearful of? And I'm not, it's, it's, um, maybe I should be more, I don't know, but like, no. No. don't even plant that seed into your head. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but I'm not fearful. And so it's like, I see something I'm going to go for it. And if I want to do it and I promise since I was a little girl, I've always wanted to own my own business, be my own boss. That was my thing. I'm going to be my own boss. And, you know, and to me, it allowed me the flexibility because our youngest son plays um he plays college ball now but like we traveled all the time I wanted to be able to do that I wanted to be able to go see my son in Baltimore that was in the air force and of course my other son went ended up in Texas and now he's in Memphis so it's it's like I wanted that flexibility but also I think it went back to creating I love to create I mean I I just, it's something I love pretty things. I love to put them together. I love just like people. I just, I think it was something that it was a creative outlet for me at the beginning. And it still is because I love to write. I love my podcast. Um, And I still decorate homes and I still help people um, find their dreams and find their vision. So I don't know if that answers your question, but it's just, 
I, I haven't ever had that fear to leap out there and do something. And it's almost like a bucket list. Somebody asked me the other day because for a while I bartended with, for one of my um, friends, he was mm-hmm. starting, he just bought a bar and it's on my bucket list. I had never done it. I had recently gone through a divorce and I was like, oh, yeah, count me in. I know. And I'm <laughs> not, most people were like, I cannot see you bartending, but I had the time of my life. I loved it. I loved connecting with the people. I don't do it anymore. He got it off the ground and we were, we're good. So, and I don't have time to do it. So anyway, but I guess it was just something I'd always wanted to do. And it was a creative outlet for me and something that I could focus on. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answered your question, but. (laughs) And, you know, With those things, like when we create those bucket lists and that kind of thing, I think they're so important because, you know, you mentioned that, like, maybe I should have more fear. And it's like, let's not even go down that road because you are so fortunate that you are one of those people who doesn't have that where there's because like so many people like that is the key thing that holds people back. Um, I shared on the podcast last night or I guess it released today about frustration. Frustration is the worst energy that you will ever you know, have because it's stagnant energy. Like there is no moving from there and you have to either go, go towards joy. Or if you want to like rage it out, (laughs) that's fine. But it's like getting that energy moving. And so people in fear, it's the same thing, right? Someone comes up to you and they scare you and you like freeze and you like hold your breath until you're like, Oh my goodness. Like, Oh, like uh, you scared me there. Right. And it's like the same sort of thing. And it, you know, when we can remove those fears mm-hmm. and say, like, I have a knowing of this, it's, it's completely, it puts you in a different world. And we become pioneers of our own life because I think we get too caught up in seeing what everyone else is doing and thinking that we're not normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like our dreams. Like I remember the first time um, we were at my boyfriend's a parent's mm-hmm. house for supper and, um, his, his sister-in-law, we're not married, so she's not quite my sister-in-law sure. yet, but, um, his sister-in-law, I had said something like just nonchalantly about like having a desire to be a millionaire. And she's like, yeah, like that's going to happen. <laughs> and she's like, um, and you know, it's because I surround myself with people that like, to me, I'm like a million dollars is not that much. Yeah. Right. And it, you know, but it becomes like you get to create like that norm for yourself. We're the average of the five people we spend the most time with, I believe. And so like when you're bringing those people in who don't have quite the same goals as you, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe I should play smaller. Like maybe I am too much. Maybe I want too much. Does that make me greedy? Um, And so I think it's so important that, you know, we hang out in that place of people who are ready for that next level. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think too, that, um, that speaks to having a mentor, having a business coach and having one that progresses with you. Yes. You may be, you may resonate with me right now because you are just getting started or I feel like there's some somebody for everybody in each place as we grow and as we grow as people and as we grow as business owners. So I feel like if I'm not fitting your needs or maybe you've outgrown me, 
you know, maybe you need to go to someone else. And I'm all about that because I can look back and look at the different people that I've worked with and that have mentored me and that have coached me. And like right now, I'm in that zone where I feel like I need a coach on another level and mm-hmm. I'm just there and I'm searching, praying, looking, you know, waiting for manifesting, trying to figure out who is that person going to be. And it that's going to meet my needs where I am now. That's the mm-hmm. important thing. And I think that's key when you're looking for a business coach or you're looking for a life coach is someone that's going to meet your needs where you are and help you grow to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and back to the fear thing, you know, I've always been that person that if frustration does come or something happens, I'm not going to stay there. I'm going to say, okay, what are we going to do about this? How am I going to handle this? How am I going to move forward? And how are we going to fix it? So not necessarily, I can't fix everything on my own, but I can definitely try and make it better if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think for you, that's, you know, probably a very big driving force for, you know, even your success today is that you're able to already see the beauty in those things. And like you said, like you're already a very positive person and It is like, you know, some people really struggle with the positivity. And for some of us, like it, like these things just become so natural to us. And I know for myself, like with my clients, I'm like, this stuff comes natural, which is why I like to like, I don't want to, like I said, like, I don't want to say dumb shit down, but like to the point that like everyone is able to understand it because I think, I think when you can make something tangible and you can like visually see it it's like, it makes things so much easier. And yeah, it's about trusting yourself, but you know, it begins with trusting yourself. But I'm like, if I can get help you get there faster by seeing the trust and like trusting that, like, oh, there there's science behind manifestation. Oh, um, you know, and like you said, having a coach or a mentor is crucial to our Mm -hmm. growth. I remember my dad saying to me one time, like, well, Brittany, when are you going to be able to like do business without having a mentor? And I'm like, never, Never. (laughs) you know, cause it's, it's that growth. And it's even that person that when something does happen in life and it's a life thing, cause I always say like, you need to build your business around your life. Life, life comes first. Absolutely. And I said like, you know, life stuff happens and Mm -hmm. what happens is it creates a ripple effect and it affects your business. And so if we can push ourselves to that next level by, having that person that we can just reach out to. That's why I think Voxer is like Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing now is because my clients become my best friends. So I'm like, I have no problem like talking to my clients like all day. Um, It's probably, it's probably a boundary that I should have, but I love it. You know, love it, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, like you said, like we choose coaches or mentors that are going to get us somewhere faster. They've gone through it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had a client say to me recently, she's like, she's like, Brittany, I'm just going to hire you as my private coach. She's like, because she's like, I could do the research. I could do all the things based on spirituality. She's like, but you know, it's, it seems like silly, but she's like, I want what you have. I want to know how you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so why go out and try and figure it out on our own? Well, I think that that's so true. Like why? Why try to waste those hours when you have somebody that's already put in the work, put in the time? And I'm seeing three, three, three on my um, uh, three, thirty, three. 
<laughs> we do. Oh, I am too. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, so anyway, but um, squirrel, but you know, it's just, um, I even forgot what I was saying, but anyway, yes. So having that coach and that mentor is so, so cool. And so, and I love connecting. I love meeting somebody and seeing their view. You know, I think that's something that um, as an educator, we have to be willing to listen because I learn so much from my people. And even when I taught school, they may have been 12 and 13 years old, but I learned a lot from those kids. And I think that a lot of times we get in our zone and we get in our own world, our own vortex, and we block all that out. And I think when we block that out and we're not listening, we're not um, receiving, like, you know, then we can't grow. We're stuck in that frustration mode or we're stuck in that, that moment. And I think that um, that's something that we just have to be conscious of is to always be listening and open and, Mm -hmm. and willing to learn. Yeah. And I think that's why the feminine and masculine energy is so important in creating that balance. Uh, I know for myself, one of the things I do is like, I connect with my feminine energy, meditate, like first thing in the morning, even if it's only a few minutes. Right. And when I can, you know, slow it down, don't pick up my phone and do that first. You know, my feminine is like, my feminine is the one who like is in control. She's like, goes and tells the masculine, like, go do this now. Yeah. You know, then I go downstairs and I have my coffee. I'm still drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, Hey, now this is your next move versus I like, if we're so caught in the zone, like it's good. Like, you know, when to be in the zone, like you said, you're creative. Yeah. I'm that person who it's like, I throw my headphones on when I'm creating, because I yes. like to block out the sounds and my own thoughts. <laughs> but you know, it is, it's like moving from that place of alignment mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah I agree totally so yeah and so when you're working with someone when they first like connect with you and they're ready to start their business um like how does that process work because like you said like energetically you're like you know this is easy but yeah. you know well, it's it's like I ask them, I have a series of questions and questionnaires that I have um, forms that they fill out. And I ask them, you know, about themselves because I have to know them before. Just like you said, everybody has a story. Everybody has a has a history. I want to know what they like to do for a hobby, what they're what they think they're good at, what they think is a struggle for them. Um you know, I really assess, I'm all about an Enneagram. I love an Enneagram. You know, it, it's um, something that I just go to. It's just like I'm gravitate toward, especially as an educator. So I want to see who they are as a person, because that's going to help me see where they're going to go as a business owner, because they may be really, really good. They may think that they want to be an interior designer, but they can't clothe themselves. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it, everybody's different and everybody has a skill. Everybody has something that they're good at. I like to know their spiritual gifts. I like to know what their love languages are because to me, that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like me, mine's, I'm a gift giver. I love to give gifts. So, and I'm totally that person too. I love to give gifts, but it's not my love language for receiving back me either me either I don't I, you know I'm okay with that I want uh, physical affection or you know it, so it's 
it's everybody's different and, but I'm a gift giver and that's what I had. I had a gift store and I had, I did bridal registry and, you know, sweet little gifts and, and I, I give gifts all the time and I love it. That is like my favorite thing to do. And so anyway, I just like to take that person as a whole. And then I like to see what their thoughts are for their business. What do they think they're going to do? What do they think their goals are going to be? And then I help them, I guess, create those steps to get there. If and I, I look into their energy, you know, it may be somebody that I'm not aligned with and I know that we're not in tune and I will say, I'm sorry. I just don't think that I'm the right person for you. And I might send them to somebody that I think is. So. Yeah. And, and I think that's so important. That's a lesson that I had to learn yes. was, you know, I have obviously my smaller programs and that, that I don't do calls with, but I had stopped doing calls for a while. And it's just recently, it's one of those things where some people came into my world that I was like, this is misaligned, right. you know? And being able to go back to the conversational piece, because I'm, I believe in selling through connection, you know, and that connection piece is so important. It's like being able to like connect to someone's soul and them hearing. And that's why I love the power of story is like, they hear your story and they're just like her, like she's the woman to help me go after my dreams. And I, that's one of the reasons why I love when you ladies come on and share your stories because then people hear your story and they're like, she's like me, you know, it's not really the, what you do. It's like who this person is. And it's like, I want to work with her because I know she's going to get me there because she's an embodiment of her work. This is her story. And so that's why I always say like the power of your story is so important. And, you know, I say to people, like when you come on the podcast before they come on, it's like, you just get to tell your story yeah. and then people, people are like, you know, connected with you as to why you do what you do. And I think that makes for a successful business as well as knowing your story, because if you don't know your story, you don't know where you're going to go. If you don't mm-hmm. know where you've been, you're not going to know where you're going. So, um, but to, you know, every, you know, I work with people that want to get their business off the ground, but everybody starts with a seed. Everybody starts with that thought or that idea. So you may grow really, really quickly. And just like I did, sometimes you grow too fast and Mm -hmm. you have to take a stop. And, you know, whenever I first opened my store, I had two stores within a year. And then someone approached me, gave me an unbelievable deal that I thought I'm an idiot to pass up, but I had to, because I was growing way too fast. And I think to, you have to be able to recognize that, but everybody starts with something really small and then you have to know how to feed that and make it into what your dream is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. It's so important that we are connected to that and, and being okay if, you know, we do slow down because it, it it's not really slowing down. It's that if we don't, you know, take take this assessment of everything going on. It's like, I know, like, there's that knowing. It's like, I'm going to crash and burn. (laughs) Well, I think too, like people like you and I, it's really hard for us to to pull back. I know it Mm -hmm. always has been for me because 
I'm like, I want everything. I want it all sparkle, diamonds, everything, you know, so I'm going to be chasing that, that new sparkly object. But it took me a long time to realize that one, I have to focus on myself. Two, I have to have my family in order. And then I can worry about work. And I feel like I'm way more successful when I focus in on one thing or two things than if I'm trying to chase all the shiny objects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it is, it's like not allowing yourself to get distracted by the shiny objects, which can be difficult, It can, you know, um, especially because me loving to create and that kind of thing. It's like getting like, you know, I have ideas coming all over and like, that's absolutely one of the things that I love when it comes to my business is like the side of things where too, where someone's like creating, you know, offers or something like that. And this is often stuff I do behind the scenes, but you know, when it comes to their offers, their content, and they're trying to think of ideas. And it's just like, for me, um, I don't know if you follow human design, but I'm a self-projected projector, which means like, if you think of like an actual projector, like it's like, I see this bird's eye view of like everybody's businesses. And I'm like, oh my God, like, can you do this and this and this and this? And they're like, how do you come up with these ideas? (laughs) I do the same thing. And people look at me like, are you crazy? And I'm like, I promise you, it will be great. Just do it. (laughs) And they don't always do what we say, but you know, at least we can see that. And I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like, you need to be doing so-and-so or you need to be doing so-and-so. And, um, they don't always listen, but that's okay too. And, but, but I can see I'm the same way you are. I can see people and what they should be doing in their businesses or what they could be doing or, or doing it more efficiently or not necessarily efficiently, but like, I'm like, you could be booming if you would implement this, you know? So anyway, but. And it's about getting to have fun in your business. Yes. You know, um, one of the women I was talking to on Monday for our make life your bitch call, um, I said to her, like, you know, we were talking about reels mm-hmm. and I was saying like, you like, she does, um, perimenopause and that kind of thing. And I was like, you need to do some reels that are just super fun of like going to your thermostat and having like someone's like, as if you're like slapping someone's like hand away of like, stop fucking touching the thermostat. <laughs> And I'm like, because like those kinds of things, I was like, are so fun. She's like, oh my God, I'm going to do that. Like that does sound fun. Whereas there's other people you say stuff like that. And they're like, I mean, have every excuse in the book as to why it's not a good idea, but it's getting to do what. Yeah, um, absolutely. One of my assistants, she's like, okay, Miss Sam, we've got, which I taught her a long time ago. And so now she's working with me and, um, which is so awesome. I love that. And so she's like, okay, Miss M, we have got to get on TikTok and we have to start doing this. And I'm like, okay, you just tell me what to do. I'm good with it. You know? So, so it, like you said, it's all about having fun. It's about, um, if you aren't having fun in your business, I tell people you need to do something different. You need to get out and you'll know the right time. I was just working with a client recently and she's decided to, take her business in a totally different direction because she wasn't loving it. It was, it was something that she dreaded doing every day. And I said, that is not life. That is not something that you should be doing. So she has, she's redirected and she said, it's just like a weight lifted off of her. And she feels like 
this is so what I need to be doing. And so anyway, so she didn't expect that to happen when we first started, but it came to fruition and it's been really great for her. So I think it's just seeing what is out there and staying aligned and knowing yourself. So, Mm -hmm. and how are you currently doing that? Like, you know, tapping into, cause I know you said like, it's only been in the last like six months. So it's, it's like, to me, that seems so funny because like you said, like, I don't struggle with fear and, you know, I'm very positive, but like, like you said, like, there's always that next level that we can take yeah. people at. Right. Sure. And so for yourself, like, how has that been guiding you through like, you know, focusing on manifestation and meditation? Like, how is that yeah. shifting your life and how are you going about just getting started with it? Okay. So, um, I'm not a morning person. Okay. Like not at all. (laughs) It's really difficult for me in the morning, but like my boyfriend, he says like you're a zombie in the morning, do not talk to her for at least an hour. And she's had two cups of coffee. So I generally get up around, I know this may be awful to some people, seven o'clock in the morning. Now my sister gets up at 4am. I, that not me. Uh -uh, Wait, wait. You said you're not a morning person. You get up at seven. Yes. Well, I would love to sleep till nine or 10, but <laughs> not conducive. Okay. I can't. Some mornings I do though. Some mornings I don't get up till nine, but I try my best to get up at seven. And usually my alarm's going off and I'm hitting snooze and snooze and snooze. But anyway, so I, I need at least an hour to just collect myself, to just start functioning. Like I said, have two cups of coffee and just start to, to be able to think. And then I have my quiet time. So um, I am a Christian. I read my Bible every day and I have my devotional that I follow. I have my thoughts. I, I work on scripture and then I um, have my prayer journal that I write in. But also I think that leads into my manifestation, but manifestation. And so I take usually 15 to 20 minutes. If I have that time, sometimes it's five, like you said, but I'll take that five to 15 minutes and I will meditate. I'll do a manifestation meditation. I'll do one. If I'm feeling like I need to be creative that day, I may do a creative meditation, but I try to take that 15 to 20 minutes each day to just stop and do that meditation time. Now, sometimes if I don't get up till later, I love to walk. Okay. I am a walking freak because Mm -hmm. that is when I'm the most creative. And I don't know if I've studied Nietzsche and, and whatnot. And he says that is when you're, you're in your most creative form is when you're moving. So walking specifically. So that is one of my favorite things to do. Because I can go and I'll listen to a podcast or it may just be in complete silence and I'll walk three or four miles and I'll have the whole world figured out. I mean, I'm just (laughs) like, I got it all going on. And then I get back in my car and I start making notes because that's when I'm most creative. Um, So those are the different ways that I'm, that I meditate or I manifest. And then two, I'll listen to um, Abraham Hicks. I'll listen to you, to Kathy Heller, you know, to different people and um, just try to stay in a positive vibe. But also I think just like you said in your podcast um, yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, you know, most people get, they hiccup in that they don't allow themselves to have those negative thoughts. 
they think mm-hmm. immediately as soon as they have that negative thought, they've got to get rid of it. Well, you know, taking that and processing it and letting it, like you said, move through and figuring out why you're having that thought, you know, what are you going to do or retraining your brain. So as Joe Dispenza says, but retraining your brain. So um, anyway, so that's just kind of a few things that I do. And, and most, most of the time I, I don't sleep well. So like I said, I'm not a morning person, but I'm usually up around two or 3 AM and I'm up for several hours, but I'm having ideas. It's my head is so full of thoughts that I have a notebook and I'm just writing, just writing down everything. And then I get up in the morning and I think, what the hell was I thinking when I wrote that or when that came <laughs> in my mind? And then some of the ideas are great. And some of the ideas, that's how I came up with my business name when I started it, you know, but it's just, I don't know. So having letting your mind do what it needs to do, because mm-hmm. I don't think it should always be. When I meditate, I don't necessarily want to get to a point where I'm not thinking anything. I think you have to allow thoughts. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? But your thoughts come, but it's about being able to manage those thoughts and process those thoughts. And when I have that thought, putting it somewhere, putting it in a file that it needs to go in, if that makes sense. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, there's all like, there's all sorts of different types of meditations. It's kind of like sometimes what your goal is with the meditation. Um, There's um, I talk about these different meditations in my abundance codes program. Um, But there's like grounding meditations, right? Um, There's one on the podcast. Um, there's like visualizations, there's just breathing where you're just like listening to music. Um, with me, the first meditation I do in the morning is silence. Mm -hmm. And if for me, it's in being an observer Mm -hmm. of my thoughts, um, and just being there and like not attaching myself to the thought, but like watching, I watch them go by Um, one of my clients, she was struggling with that. And I said, act as if they're in bubbles, <laughs> you know, that's kind of what I was trying to say, but mm-hmm. it's watching your thoughts or seeing them, or like you said, go ahead with your illustration. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's, that's what I was just going to say was like, you know, with that, where there are some people who are trying to get to that place of like complete calm mm-hmm. stillness. So it, it's kind of goes into like, well, what, what is the reason that I'm like meditating now? Like what is, what is kind of the goal here? And it really is, it's moving that energy through our body. I know for myself, I'm, I'm a night owl. Like yeah. for me, I'm probably going to sleep when you get up. Um, I'm, I take night shift with my daughter. Yeah. Um, she, she'll probably end up being a night owl because I don't put her to bed till 1130, <laughs> <laughs> but she sleeps till 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so between 1130 and five, I'm actually doing business stuff because yeah. I appreciate the silence within my house and the calmness. Um, And so for me, that's usually also when I create my content or like, you know, I do a post online is because I'm in such a relaxed state, like brain wise, that things come through the heart versus getting so caught up in the thoughts in the head. Well, I think it's so funny that you said that because I think that, um, and I try to relay this to my customers or my clients, but everybody's different. What works mm-hmm. for you may not work for me because me, I have most of my ideas when I'm moving 
or working, most of my creativity comes then. I do, yes, I do have ideas whenever I come out of sleep or I've been quiet, you know, and I love that quiet time because most of the time I'm a hustle and bustle. It's like once I get going, I'm going. And then when I stop, I'm done. But it's so funny because everybody's different and what works Mm -hmm. for me may not work for you. So I think that that's where people get caught up in imposter syndrome or they get caught up in trying to do what someone else is doing because you can't imitate them. You can't be them. You have to be you and you have to do what's right for you. And you've got to figure out what you do best and how you create and how, what meditations work for you or what quiet time works for you, or, you know, you've got to figure that out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's, it is, it's just at the end of the day, it's tapping, mm-hmm. tapping into the energy. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm totally that person too, where I'll wake up in the middle of the night or have thoughts where I'll like yes. jot them down. Um, when I first like got the download about even understanding, um, the quantum and the dimensions, it was one of those things where I like woke up and I was like, pulled out my book and I was just like yeah. writing And I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is something I need to teach people because once you understand this and you can visualize it, like there's no going back, you know, there's no going back from it. And if you do choose to like step back into the 3D and struggling or like, you know, um, existing (laughs) essentially, like you, like now you can identify, well, this is a choice, Right. right? And it becomes easier to move yourself up to like a fifth dimension or whatever it is. Um, I digress. <laughs> um, but you know, like, I think, you know, the, the way we show up the meditation, it, it is, it's just looking at what the reason is for what we're doing it. And what are we trying to achieve on the other side? Like we said, hiring a coach and really tapping into that positivity and, so for yourself, I know you said like with and like the I think you said it's an antique business, correct? Uh-huh. Yes. Well, yeah. we do. I love antiques, so we do antiques too. So, mm-hmm. and so, how do you think that that affects your energy? Um, I do, I think that um, gosh, like I, it's so funny because I say this to my people and to my to my assistant, and I'll say a piece speaks to me, but. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, I can look at a piece and I, and I can just feel it. I can just feel like I have this antique butcher block that is, you know, from the 1800s and it is utterly amazing. It's, it has the original paint and you can see the carvings where someone used it. I mean, it's just, and it speaks to me and I can't explain it to anyone. It's just like a building when I say a building or I go into someone's home I can feel their energy and what they need and, and know exactly what to put in that space, if that makes sense, but I don't know how to explain it. Well, and I like, I think that's why you probably love working with women in business and growing it from the ground up, but like, right. Like, I mean, it just comes, keeps coming back to like why you're so passionate about the antiquing and everything. It's like, you know, taking something, like you said, that's like rubble. And it's like, let's create like this beautiful masterpiece for yourself. And it's like, it's sometimes like we have 
we have a vision for someone's business because they share it with us. And one of the things I always love to do is doing the 12 month meditation. Mm -hmm. And I always love to be the one to do it with my clients because the really cool thing about it is that when they can put themselves there, I'm there too. Right. And it's like, you have this like combined energy of like, you know, it's like, this is already happening for you because we've, we've both been there. Like we, like we wouldn't be able to visualize it if it's, if it's not possible. Right. Right. And I think too, like when you get in that vibe, it's just like my assistant and, and, you know, um, my boyfriend, we're just like, your energies just match. I mean, it's just like, you just vibe. I mean, and she knows what I need. I know what she needs, you know, and he knows what I need and I know what he needs. And, and, you know, my assistant is like, we get to working and we're just, we're just spitting stuff out, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, Hey, we just did a week's worth of work in four hours. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think that's, you know, with your clients too, like you said, doing that meditation allows you to get in the same energy, allows you to be able to connect in a way that you wouldn't normally connect. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's so cool. That's awesome to me. That's amazing. Um, So, you know, is there anything else that you can share with them? Like, you know, with our audience about just that feeling of, what it's like to work with you when someone enters your world and the transformations that some of your clients have had from working with you with their businesses. Yeah. I think that um, the biggest thing is that they actually find themselves, they find their vibe, they find their, their niche. They, you know, that's so cool to me. And especially like as a school teacher and having that background, when somebody gets it, that light bulbs goes off. I mean, that is an amazing moment. And so just helping my clients get to that point is so exciting and it's just invigorating and it makes you want to go deeper and it makes them want to go. And when they get charged, I get charged. And when I'm charged, they're charged, you know? So I think that it's, it's, um, to somebody that wants to work with me, they have to know that I am higher energy. I am going to push them (laughs) and I, I am able to see what I want for them And it's helping them see what I see. Not that I'm just necessarily right, but that I've had that experience or I can see something. And that's what I, that is one of my go-tos is when I'm feeling unsure or I'm looking for something that next level, I tend to go to people and say, okay, how do you see me? I want to know what they, how they see me. I want to know, not that I take that information and use it negatively, It's just that I want to see where they see me going because that's important to me too. I don't know, like you may be able to see something about me that I can't see. So Mm -hmm. from the outside looking in, it's just like my kids, you know, as a mother, and you know that you're going to be able to help direct your child. You're going to be able to help her grow and prosper. And just like my boys, I've, I've taught them things that they've implemented in their life and they come back and they say it to me, or I hear them say something that I've taught them. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> sunk in, you know? So I think that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, I love working with my clients. I love pouring into people. That's, I think that's what makes me, um, valuable is I love to pour into my people and, 
you know, and I know who I like to work with and I know who to say no to most of the time too. So, Mm -hmm. and it is, it's really like pouring that beauty and it's like, you know, let me show you the beauty that I see for you on those days that you don't see it for yourself because we do, we get like this tunnel vision, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so who are the people that you love working with? Um, just somebody that is eager to be successful that may not know what direction to go in, or they may not know um, exactly how to get there, but they're eager to work. I am a hard worker and I know when to cut things off and I know when to go, you know? And so I'm, I, I love to see those people that want to be successful. They want to contribute. I want to be with somebody that wants to contribute to our community. I want to be with somebody who wants to contribute to their family and I like someone that is um, unselfish because I feel like I'm unselfish. I love to pour into other people. I want other women to be successful. I am not someone who is going to sit back and judge another woman or be jealous that they're successful. Hey, we can all be successful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's important for me too. I want them to be somebody that wants to pour into other women and take what they do and share it. So if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So yeah, anyway. it, it 100% makes sense because that's, that's the goal of my podcast. And just like the women that I work with in the world, it's like, you know, it's like, I want to help women share a message so powerful. They change the world because yes. every time you share your message right here, it's going to yeah. create a ripple effect for my audience. Absolutely. Right? And, you know, by you listening to someone else or whatever, it's like, it just creates this beautiful ripple of, you know, really making a difference and changing the world and helping people see that it's possible Mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. You know, for those people who are just starting out, it's like, you know, someone's going to believe in me and see the beauty. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that sometimes like, you know, we're those little girls. It's like you said, we, I had this dream that I wanted to start my own like business and that, and being able to have someone who is going to celebrate and share that, Yes. beauty with you. Cause it feels so good when you like can celebrate something with your coach yes. and you're like, this is what I've been working on. And like, I did it. And you can feel their like genuine excitement for your accomplishment because they understand it and they see the hard work that you've put in. Yes. Well, I hope that answers your question, but I want someone that's eager, someone that wants to be successful, somebody that wants to share and to celebrate. I mean, those are, I guess the four things that, that of women that I love to work with. So maybe that Mm -hmm. answers your question. Yeah. And you said a lot of small businesses you love to work with, um, you know, like, and I love that you have shared with me, you know, it's, it's the brick and mortar too, because I think there's a lot of people out there who are doing the online business to the online business. And I think there's women who need what you're offering as to let me show you how to do this, you know, in the brick and mortar side of things. Well, too, I think that um, with the coming of the internet and social media, and I think a lot of our just interaction, social interaction has gone astray. I mean, mm-hmm. totally uh, through text and just, you know, it, things like that. But like people need people. I don't care who you are. People need people. And that's the, one of the biggest things that my customers always said was that they loved my attention. 
they loved me being there. They loved being able to come in and feel and touch and and see things, not just ordering online from Wayfair or not ordering online and not being able to see it before they actually got the product. But also, you know, just that personal interaction, just the personal attention. People need that too, you know, and I think that a brick and mortar store can offer that. And it's, they're still out there. I promise they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. Our small town, Mm -hmm. we have them all over. So, you know, they're there and I think that there's still a need for them. And I love being able to help women do that. That's amazing. And so if someone wanted to work with you, how would they go about doing that? One, they can email me at Emily, that's E-M-I-L-Y at emilyjansenmcgrath.com. And I can send that to you for show notes, but it's emilyjansen and Jansen is with a Z, McGrath.com. Um, and then also they can follow us on Facebook or Instagram, Business Building by Design. They can follow us there. I have a private Facebook group for my clients and for people that are in business that want to um, connect with me on a different level. And it's the Business Building by Design. And then also the Instagram is Business Building by Design. And they can message us there if they'd like to. So no problem yeah, and- yeah, I'll and I'll make sure like in the description yeah. of here, like they will yeah. have all the information for your website, your connections on social media, and um, you know, so that they can make sure that they connect with you and yes. be able to move forward with you. And so is what is like your number one offer of what you love to, you know, offer to people? And it's like of all the things that I do, this is like the one thing that it's like you need to jump in on to change your life. Well, I think masterminds. I love group coaching because it allows, especially in a small business environment, it allows women to interact, create those um, connections that they need, um, but also to brainstorm and just talk out loud. Because when we talk out loud, so much gets solved in such a short period of time, especially with other people, other entrepreneurs, other people that are like-minded. And so I think that that is where we find the most success. And again, people need people. So it's all about Mm -hmm. connecting. And like I told you, I have a passion for connecting people and I work with everybody in my community. I don't care. I'm, you know, I'm all about working with them. If I don't have something, I'm sending it to my neighbor who does (laughs) and knowing those people and knowing that you can connect with them and that they're there, or you can reach out to them for something that you need. So I guess the mastermind is the biggest one. We've got a one coming up in January, but you know, anytime that somebody wants to jump in, heck we'll create one if we need to. So mm-hmm. given time. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, you're, you're such a gem. Uh, <laughs> you're just such a beautiful soul. Well, um, and so, you know, it was fabulous to have you. Yeah. And for all of you listening, make sure you go out there and make life your bitch. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with your bestie. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, feedback, or compliments that you want to throw like confetti, you can reach me directly at podcast at makelifeyourbitch.co. Thanks for listening.